Hello there, it's Melissa Botello, and welcome to the Bizwell Podcast. Today I'm talking about essential oils. Do they really work? First of all, what are they? Do they really work? And what are the benefits? Stay tuned. Let me first start by saying I love essential oils. Some years ago, maybe three or four, I got them in my stocking as a stocking stuffer, and ever since then, I'm hooked. But I decided to do some research. I love to know the facts and the research. And did I just love them because it was a psychological benefit or effect? Or was there something really to it? So let's break it down first. What are essential oils and do they work? You might think of essential oils or aromatherapy often associated when you go for a massage. If you're lucky enough to be able to go and get a great rub down, they'll often say, do you want some essential oil or aromatherapy? absolutely thumbs up. I do every single time. I love it. But essential oils are often used in aromatherapy, a form of alternative medicine that employs plant extracts to support health and well-being. And you know, this podcast, we like to include the well-being. So, however, some of the health claims associated with these oils are very controversial. And so again, got me thinking, I wanted to dig down to the truth. So what are these oils? So essential oils are compounds extracted from plants. The oils capture the plant's scent and flavor or essence. Unique aroma compounds give each essential oil its characteristic essence. So once the aromatherapy chemicals have been extracted from the plant, they are now then combined with a carrier oil to create a product that's already ready to use. I actually know some folks who do this on their own. So they'll take either rosemary or lavender from their yard, they'll extract it through boiling and steam, and then add it to baby oil. So they make their own. Who would have thought? So now that we know a little bit about them, how do they work? Well, I'll tell you what, how I use them. I have three or four bottles next to my bedside and typically every night I rub a little bit on my temples and on my wrist. And again, what we're going to find out today is do they really work for me? And again, I thought maybe for a while it was just a psychological effect. They do make me calmer. I feel better when I'm going to bed. My dog even loves them. My dog jumps up every night on my bed, smells the little bottle. I'll put a little dab on his head. And of course my family thinks I'm crazy, but he enjoys it as much as I do. You know, and again, as I mentioned, I'm not sure what um, had me decide that I want to get started on them other than they were in my stocking stuffer, but they essential oils have been getting a lot of buzz recently for helping with everything from headaches to sleep to sore throat. But do these concentrated plant-based oils really work? Well, here's a quote here. Essentially, oils don't work for everyone, but there's no harm in trying them as long as you use them in a safe way, says Herpet Gujral. Sorry if I got your name wrong there. Is the program director of the integrative medicine at Sibley Memorial Hospital. Quote goes on to say, even if they just boost your mood, it can make a positive impact on your health and well-being. So here you go. She goes on to say, aromatherapy is the practice of using essential oils for therapeutic benefit. Quote, aromatherapy has been used for centuries, says Gujral. When inhaled, the scent molecules in essential oils travel from the olfactory nerve directly to the brain and especially impact the amygdala, the emotional center of the brain. So according to her, and she is, let me get her title right here, a nurse practitioner um, at the Sibley Memorial Hospital. So the research also goes on to say, although many people claim essential oils are natural remedies for a number of ailments, there's not enough research, unfortunately, to determine their effectiveness in human health. Results of lab studies are promising. One at the John's Hopkins found that certain essential oils could kill a type of Lyme bacteria, 
better than antibiotic, but results in human clinical trials are still very mixed. I support everything that's FDA approved and we have the FDA for a reason uh, to make sure that things are regulated. So with caution, obviously uh, you can use these. Some studies indicate that there's benefit to using essential oils while others show no improvement in symptoms. Clinical trials have looked at whether essential oils can uh, affect such conditions as anxiety, depression, nausea, insomnia, low appetite, and dry mouth. So there are clinical trials going on, good, but we don't have, we've got mixed results here at this. So as I mentioned, there is a renewed interest in using essential oils to improve physical and psychological well-being. One poll study research found that a third of Americans believe in the health benefits of essential oils and aromatherapy. With around 90 essential oils on the market, each with its own healing qualities, their so-called, quote, I'm in air quotes, cure for practically everything. Lavender, sandalwood, and bergamot, I've not tried bergamot, are popular oils for stress relief. I do use lavender, and I've tried sandalwood. I have to remember that scent, but lavender's my go-to. Varieties like yinglang, yinglang, and jasmine are are reputed to boost libido. Hmm, who would have known? Some like lemon oil. I do have lemon oil, but I'm not crazy about it. Are believed to address a laundry list of conditions from morning sickness, pain, acne, and a few others. But there's a problem with essential oil claims. Science hasn't caught up with their popularity. There simply have not been enough large-scale, peer-reviewed studies in humans to prove whether essential oils can improve your health or your mood. So now it's up to you. You're going to have to decide. Have you tried it yet? So if you wanted to give a try, you could try just the oils, rub a little bit on your skin. I also know a lot of people that most essential oils are inhaled via the diffusers. You know, you've seen those, you put a little water in, you put a few drops in, and then they bubble up into the air. I have tried those. I do have one actually at my office on my desk. So when I've had a heated meeting or some negative energy, they'll I'll pop in some oil and turn it on. I don't find those to be effective because I can hardly smell them. And I'm in a small enclosed office, but for some reason, the essential oil just doesn't come out as strong as if you actually put it on your skin. So now we've touched on what essential oils are and the research and science behind, which is still very mech. I thought I would share a few testimonials that I found during my research. Lavender seems to be the number one essential oil that comes up quite often in many uh, articles and research, and it's attributing to help with sunburn release relief. So there was a lady who said she went to Disneyland last year with her kids, forgot the sunscreen, had her lavender in her purse. She put some on the kids for the sunburn and it was an instant relief. I also read that lavender will help with acne. Interesting one. Uh, Someone, uh, more than one person had talked about using lavender for acne. I also read a lot about peppermint and Interestingly enough, they talk about peppermint for motion sickness. And recently when my family and I went on a boat in the bay, my dad got sick and the captain offered some peppermint oil and it was just in a little um, bottle and that you could put a little bit on your neck and around your chin. He suggested it would help with the motion sickness. So I saw that many times in my research and then heard it from this captain recently on a boat trip. Many of the articles in the research said that carrying peppermint with you will help on road trips and airplanes if if that's something that you become motion sickness 
consider peppermint. One other person said that she uses peppermint to de-stress and energize. Quote, I put a drop of peppermint on my hand and I rubbed it. I rub it on the back of my neck. Then I cut my hands over my nose and breathe deeply. This simple habit is amazing for relieving the tension in my neck. I've noticed that it also de-stresses me and energizes my brain. It's something quick I can do several times a day and it made stress. It has made my stressful life so much nicer. End quote from Jamie. So those were just a few of the testimonials I found during research, but as I previously mentioned, there are over 90, or at least what I could find, 90 different essential oils on the market. So it's really about finding the right one for you. So before I close, I'm going to just highlight a few of the most popular oils for certain conditions or outcomes. So you might want to grab a pen and paper real quick if you want to jot these down um, so you don't have to do the research yourself. So if you are looking for calming essence, this is the list that you want to look for. Yanglang, and I'm not sure I'm saying that right. I've seen this over and over in my research, and I'm going to get some because it keeps coming up as the number one essential oil for calming. And it's spelled Y-L-A-N-G, and then the second word, Y-L-A-N-G. It's described as sweet, rich, and floral, and it's number one for calming. The others that fall into the list for calming are lavender. I've already talked a lot about that. That's more floral, relaxing. Everybody's familiar with that scent. Chamomile is also on the list. Rose and frankincense, which interesting frankincense comes up a lot under the research, and it shows it supports cellular health, relaxing, promotes skin health. It smells a little warm, spicy, clean, and it's they use it for meditation, and it reminds me of the Catholic Church, but don't let that discourage you. So those are the top for calming. Now, if you want to be invigorated and the opposite of calming, these are the top scents and oils for invigorating. Number one, grapefruit. We all know what that smells like. Basil, spearmint, cedarwood, and peppermint. Interesting list there. I don't know that I've tried many of those, so I'll give those a try if I need to be invigorated. And the last section I'll end with is concentration. We all need more of that, and these are all new to me except for two of them, so I'll be trying these uh, during office hours. So there are four main essential oils they recommend for concentration. The first one is vitvir root. The next one is rosemary, patchouli, and lemon. The one I was less familiar with that did a little research was the vitivir essential oil, which is described as earthy, electric, and exotic. Ooh, interesting. It originates from grass from a tropical region in Asia and described to have a woodsy scent. It was used in ancient times and the oil's popularity still exists today. So I'm gonna check out that one as the newest one to add to my list. So in conclusion, while there's still a good deal of research that needs to be done to fully back and support essential oils as a way to treat various health issues, there are still a number of benefits worth exploring. So I would encourage you, if you have some ailments or just want to relax and be more calm, do a little research or take some advice from this podcast today and buy a few. You can get them on Amazon and, and deliver to your home. Remember that essential oils must be diluted and or applied to the skin. Do not swallow because some could be toxic. Remember to read all warnings and directions and possible side effects. I want to make sure you stay safe and healthy, but explore the benefits of essential oils and perhaps they could be used to calm your mind. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Biswell podcast. Until next time.